trying to hit the gym but really need to give your abs a good workout? Well, you've come to the right place. Get ready for 20 minutes of good old-fashioned belly laughs for a workout you'll really enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, you guys? I just, you know how I am about clothes yeah, and trends. We, well, we, we had the conversation about yeah. the holes in the shoulders, right? Holy That's, clothes. And then you changed your ways. I, you I, were, it was on sale at Target. That's true. And it looked <laughs> very nice on I'm you. I'm telling you right now, this holy clothes trend, I will not. I will not participate in this. <laughs> you know is it religious? This is, it is just, it's not a nun's habit. No, it is not that these holy. people walking around, men and women alike, in these torn, shredded jeans. Do you know what? On purpose. Yeah. The, me, the $300 jeans that you buy so that you can walk around and pretend that you're poor. Let me tell you, Grady is right there with you. I mean, he's an electrician. If he gets a little hole in his pants, I got to sew it. And he hates, uh-huh. despises seeing people with the, all these ripped pants. But oh he my God. It. I mean, they're just ripped everywhere. They're ripped at the knees. They're ripped up the quads. They're ripped at the ankles. It's just purposeful, though. It's out. like designer ripped. It's I not just like it. arbitrary ripped. It's like designer it's, ripped. It's insulting to poor people. <laughs> well, no, well, I think the it's poor insulting people to the integrity. nice jeans and all the rich people. People are wearing this shit that's ripped up. <laughs> well, it, you know, usually they take fashion ideas from the street. And what probably happened is somebody had some ripped jeans and they said, uh-huh. well, I'm just going to go with it, rip them up a little more, and then I don't have to buy a new pair and I'll start something new. And it, it took I hold. don't know how it happened. But I had well, it happened saving with money. one I mean, person, but who? It's more than just rips. I mean, it's holes, uh-huh. like big chunks uh-huh. out of the material. Yeah. Well, now they paying a hundred out. It started out a with shredded. a little shredding. Yeah. Now where are they going to go with this? Now they have you, to put big holes. Okay, so them. now I got to say this about that though. Okay. Okay. About the big holes. Some people mm. should not be wearing clothing that their extra parts can be spilling out of. Okay? I'm sorry. If you've got some excess on you, don't wear clothes that the excess can push out of like a busted can of biscuits. It's just a look right. Some people need to be covered, okay? It's just, that's just the way it is. They just should be covered. I'm not being size-ist. You know how I feel about things being isty. I'm not mm-hmm. being a size-ist. But I, I'm just, it's even at the gym. These people come into the gym. That's the other, holy clothes. Holy workout pants! All those spandexy things—they got the crisscrossies in them, and they're they're stuff that they're trying to go to the gym to get rid of is poking out. <laughs> well, sometimes even they have like a little netting in between the crisscrossy but things, they don't. and they look like a three D something. Oh, you know what I mean? But wait, but wait, but wait. But wait. Let me ask you a question. Those balls just shouldn't be. But. But I don't wait. know. They're not that attractive. I but don't know. This is a little different, but in the 60s and 70s, <laughs> uh-huh. did you wear, like, you know, cutoffs where they were frayed? Yes. Well, okay. Yes. Let me say, oh, my grandma would say to me, listen, you're going to visit your Annie Ethel? You are not wearing those raggedy pants to your Annie Ethel. <laughs> However, <laughs> comma, think about this. Free yes. love, free expression, free blah, blah, blah. But necessity back in the day when I was a kid growing up in the 60s mm-hmm. was when you, you had a growth spurt and you got a little too tall for your jeans. Right. Yeah. But your mom wasn't going to go out and buy you a brand new pair of shorts. Mm-hmm. So what did she them. do? She grabbed yeah. the scissors. She cut the legs off the jeans that were now too short. And now they recycle. It was called recycling before we even knew what recycling was. Yeah, or if you were my mother, you would put fringe around the bottoms and make them longer. Oh, there you go. Oh, 
Your mother was resourceful. She was crafty. She had a sewing machine. She was crafty. You know how they used to have the the name of of the uh, the designer on the back pocket of your jeans? Oh, you know, Shemem Defer was one of them. Yeah. Jordash was another. Yeah. So my mother, my our, our name or my mother's last name was Elman. So she embroidered Von Elman on the back of her jeans. <laughs> She said, why should I give them credit and advertise their names on my oh, my butt? Mom. I might as well advertise my own name. That so I would I would safely guess, I would That's safely true. guess that your dear departed mother would not be a fan of all these holy clothes. Oh, absolutely not. My mother was fastidious. She would not approve of holy clothes. She really did not like cutoffs with the raggedy edges, even though we wore them. Yeah. But no, she was she did not like that at all. Like I said, she would prefer to extend a pair of jeans right. than to cut them off. Okay. And, and, and one more comment on this subject. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It was bad enough when we were out at a very Tony shopping center the other night having dinner. Tony? Just, it was Tony. Tony. It was high end. It was in Snobberland. And so not only was this entire table, this whole family, male and female, wearing holy clothes, holy jeans. Mm-hmm. To add insult to injury, the young man was wearing a pair that were not only holy, but they were acid washed. And that's just a bridge too far for me. And with that, uh, stop it. Everybody, please stop wearing holy clothes. <laughs> well, it's almost Christmas once again. Mopsy, Flopsy, and Cottontail. Oh, wait. <laughs> Those are the Easter bunnies. Sorry, wrong script. As I was saying, Holly, Ivy, and Star were three little elves in training. Somehow, with all the hustle and bustle at the North Pole, they slipped through the cracks each year, and Santa just realized that not only have they avoided Christmas duties, they've been acting more like unruly teenagers. This behavior is not acceptable for elves. Gee whiz, can you believe we finally got caught? Well, Holly, if you and Ivy hadn't gone out for that last cigarette before elf bedtime, Mm. nobody would have smelled that smoke, Mm. and we'd be able to escape another year of toy making. Yuck! I hate toys. Me too, Star. All this candy cane and jingle bell crap makes my skin crawl. Hey, Holly, even though they're watching us, how about you sneak out, grab a six-pack of beer when everybody's asleep? We can all hide by the Christmas sleigh. Nobody goes near it until just before Christmas to load it up with presents. Uh, no can do, Ivy. Why? Are you afraid? That's not like you. Uh, Santa gathered his A-team elves and sent them on a hunt. They found our booze, our cigarettes, and our pot. Not the pot. Yeah, it's all gone. What? When did this happen? Yeah, when? Are you sure? Well, just as I was walking over here to meet you two, Mrs. Claus had Ralph Elf escort me to her candy planning office. Oh, that's not good. I know. She told me that as Santa was making his list and checking it twice, he finally noticed the pencil eraser marks. Uh Uh-oh. My bad. Yeah, he knows we've been erasing our names on the naughty list and writing them on the nice list. He's gone back through all the lists for all the years and the jig is up. Damn, I worked so hard getting his handwriting just perfect. 
I guess it's my fault. I made too big of a smudge with the eraser this year. I shouldn't have finished that bottle of wine before I changed the list. Sounds like we're really in trouble now, girls. Doesn't just sound like it, Ivy. Mrs. Claus was really, really mad. And we all have to report to Santa's main office in one hour. How are we going to get out of this? Well, this was no laughing matter. You think Mrs. Claus was mad? You should have seen Santa. He usually has rosy red cheeks, but his whole face looked like it was on fire. He made Holly, Ivy and Star each get up in front of the entire North Pole staff, apologize to everyone, and they each had to recite the night before Christmas by memory. It took Ivy three times to get it right. Boy, Ivy, I thought you'd never get that poem right. Yeah, I know. Thank God that's over. Hey, Holly, do you think it's over? Do you think everyone will forgive and forget? Over? Are you kidding? Just as you finished and we were about to go back to our rooms, Santa handed me an envelope and told me that we should all read his letter to us together. Oh, no. I'm afraid to read it. Well, let's just do it. Oh, I wish I had a shot of whiskey before we read it. Ivy, you read it. I just can't. Okay, here goes. Dear Holly and Ivy and Star, your behavior has been beyond horrible, and I am ashamed of you. (gasps) Oh, no. Santa's ashamed of us. Let me finish reading, Holly. Santa goes on to say... You are not fit to be Santa's elves. I have decided, however, that as I never have ever given up on any elf that has misbehaved, even though your actions are the worst of any other elf in history, I love all three of you. I am giving you extra duty this Christmas, and if you complete all of your tasks with no mistakes and no bad behavior ever again, I will have a special surprise for all of you just before Christmas. You have to be truly sorry for your actions. Do everything that is needed to get ready for Christmas. Give extra help to all the other elves and promise to be good and honorable North Pole elves for the rest of time. Oh, yes, yes, I promise. Me too. I was just having fun. I never wanted Santa to be ashamed of me. What have we done? Ivy and Star became the perfect little elves. They felt so badly that they had disappointed Santa, and after all, in their little elf minds, they were just having a little fun. Two days before Christmas, they received another letter from Santa. Open it, Star. Read it to us. Okay, okay. It says, Dear Holly, Ivy, and Star, I am so proud of all three of you. You have turned into the best three elves in the entire North Pole. Darn tootin'. To reward your exceptional improvement, I have decided to start the Elf of the Year Award, and you three are the first recipients. Ooh. This Christmas, for the very first time, all of you will accompany me on the sleigh. <gasps> and assist me in delivering presents around the world. Love, Santa. Wowzers! Oh, how very, very cool! Awesome!
awesome. Hey, should I bring the gummies? We just got out of trouble, Star. Well, what do you know? You really can move from the naughty to the nice list, after all. And without an eraser. Needless to say, this was the best and merriest Christmas that Holly, Ivy, and Star could have ever imagined. What list are you on this year, my dears? Just make sure you follow Santa's rules and have a wonderful Christmas and a very happy New Year. Merry, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> so I have a question for you. Yes. Because... We're all a little bit different in our own way. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways in which we're different is some people are morning people and me. some people are <laughs> night people. Oh. Yeah. So she's a night owl. Who is? Erica Who is me? Who is Erica? But you, you know what's wonderful about that? If I can't sleep, everybody else is asleep. I can uh -huh. always call Erica. Isn't that nice? I love That's it. right. If anyone ever has insomnia, just text me. I'm usually up. I'll talk to you about what Whatever's on your mind, That's right. we can count oh, sheep or whatever right, right. and get you settled. And I could just see my husband now. <laughs> Who are you texting? <laughs> Three o'clock in the morning. Who are you texting? <laughs> Erica. Is that what you're calling him now? It's true. And last night she told like that, where the woman comes downstairs. Yes. He's on the phone with oh, his, yeah. his oh, agent. Oh, right, 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 right. Uh huh. Yeah. What's she wearing? I don't know. What are you wearing? <laughs> khakis. Khakis. <laughs> He's wearing khakis. Yeah. Yeah, likely story. <laughs> no, it's true. I called Erica last night, and she talked to me till I was ready to fall asleep. You've fallen asleep on her before, though. I did that one. <laughs> yeah, she has. I did. So we have we have a night owl and an insomniac sitting at the table, and a morning. And she's also though a morning person, like. Totally. She's so freaking happy in the morning, and, and I she starts texting us and sending us the show and yeah, links no. and have you? I got the show up and have you listened to I it? I have yet? done that at five you a.m. Have. You, you have, have to I've be a morning person because you're a teacher and you work and have to be up and ready to go. You've got kids, but are you really? A morning person. Um, a morning person. Well, you know, it is pretty watching the sunrise. <laughs> if you stayed However up the night you before. get there, right. Ow! Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, Ow! I really like the afternoon. Oh, afternoon delight. <laughs> Starland <laughs> vocal band is playing in my head. Afternoon delight. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait. So That's you'd rather get day. up in the afternoon? No, um, she'd rather he. <laughs> Gets up in the afternoon. We're just gonna leave it. Oh, Diana, you got me. That's so funny. She's our afternoon cougar. I am. Ooh. Uh -huh. So, are you working mornings only these days? Yes. <laughs> I'm available in the afternoons. Uh -huh. yeah. That's very, very interesting. I don't know. I just find my most creative time though is at night. At night. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Diana? What what do you like? Well, prefer? I'm flexible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I've heard that, but what, what do you prefer, morning or night? <laughs> <laughs> well, after many, many years of um, a career where I had mm -hmm. to be up at, oh, dark 30, and raising multiple children yeah. and all that stuff, you get conditioned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of like Terry, you get conditioned yeah. Yeah. to be up early. Mm -hmm. And retired now for a while... I still find myself 
if I sleep past a certain point, I feel like I've wasted the morning. Yeah. And even though I rarely set an alarm anymore, I have a big 100-pound <laughs> furry alarm <laughs> named Riley who doesn't let me sleep past uh, a certain point. And it isn't because he has to potty. It's just because he's tired of me sleeping and he needs me to be awake. You know what, though? I was not always a morning person. As you recall, I was once a musician. You're oh. still a musician. Right, yeah. but when you gig, <laughs> when you that's true. But when you gig till late at night, didn't you sleep in? Oh yeah, and my mother would call and go, "When are you gonna get up with the rest of the world?" <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Well, yeah, I she mean, was always pissed because you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't get up till like eleven, twelve o'clock. So then. when did you become a morning person? Uh, I guess when I married David and moved to California. Oh, the sunshine so state. Yeah, right? you so have to pretty. get up. Yeah. Oh, that's Florida, but still, yeah, it's very sunny in California too. I had to get up with kids and take right. them to school and do all that. Uh-huh. But as soon as they were raised, that was it. I'm done. I'm going back <laughs> to being a night owl. See, coming from New York, I thought, well, okay, I moved mm-hmm. to Las Vegas, so now I'm on Pacific time instead of. Eastern, so I'm really like three hours ahead, right? So I figured I might be a morning person. <laughs> it didn't work, did it? But oh, it didn't. It didn't work at all. Because a week I after you that. move here, your body clock resets to where you're living, and then yeah. it just yeah. went right out Your the blood thins, your body, <laughs> body clock resets, everything happens. Yeah, no, it didn't work at all. So I'm still a night owl, and I just like it. Yeah. Well... I'm glad you're a night owl because when I'm lonely and have no one to talk to, you're always there. Yeah. So, loyal listeners, if you can't sleep, just, oh just, just, <laughs> well, you can tune into our shows. You can tune into yeah. our shows and listen to them, or you can contact us through the website, which is, or you can dial one eight hundred call Erica. C A L L E R I C A. The Ooh. website, which is babesandvoiceland.com. Right. right or Check us out on Facebook at Babes in Voiceland, and you can leave a little note, and I will check in on you, and if you're not sleeping, we can talk. (laughs) 